Hello. Hey, how's it going? Yo, okay, let me cut, cut off the volume here. How's it going, guys? I have four people alive on my... Uh... Look at that, man. <laughs> so, so the plan is we are, we're doing a podcast right now, me and Karin, Karin from Clear Media. Uh, we're going to talk about videography uh, and we are recording on the side for like a full video. So hopefully the plan is to go live for a couple of minutes or maybe like 10 to 15 minutes and then continue the podcast. I'm hey I'm also just paranoid about uh, audio. Like usually I yeah. don't like uh, I don't give a shit. Like I don't care at all. But like I know this is your thing, so I know yeah. how important audio is to you. Let me let me show you my setup. Hold on. Can you can you see this? So I have a. So this is supposed to be a really really simple uh, interview. Like one camera. So the guys we just joined in on a live session. We're gonna talk talk about like freelancing photography and you know how like Carvin has his own production house. I do a little bit of freelance on the side. So, Kevin, so we getting getting to the official, you know, podcast ish questions. Official podcast. Huh? Okay, cool, cool. Like the so, formal section yeah, of this the very formal segment. Exactly. Interview. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready for it. I'm ready. Okay, for it. so yeah, you know, so the one of the main reasons I wanted to get you on the podcast is you and I started, you know, somewhere in the same lines. I I started learning oh i wanted to become an engineer so i went to engineering school you did the same you graduated i dropped out after my first year and my probably my dad is listening he's probably like really annoyed right now <laughs> but uh, i dropped out yeah. and you kept going and now we're both you know very heavily into content creation and you know making videos and stuff like how did that start for you like how did how did you decide that okay you know what engineering is good but this is what i really want to do what what was the story there Yeah man that's uh no it's been a for me it's been like a really complex journey of sort of like a lot of pivots and i mm-hmm. still feel like i uh, i don't really know if if this is like the final destination because i felt i feel like so many times i've told myself this is yeah. the final destination like this is what i want to do this is what i'm going to do for like the next 20 years right and eventually after 2 3 years of doing it i i end up sort of making a pivot and um, luckily most of the pivots have been sort of self reinforcing right so uh, a lot of the things that i learned in like what I, whatever i was doing before usually help um help the next thing so that's good um uh, even though they've been sort of drastic pivots it's uh, it's sort of been like uh, building blocks uh, i'm a i'm a big believer that there is sort of like no time wasted when it comes to these things right? when it comes to like the doing of things Mm-hmm. um as long as you just sort of keep doing things um everything accumulates in terms of skill in terms of knowledge um so i uh, yeah just like you mentioned man i started in engineering i even before engineering i was super involved with music uh more on sort of like an informal level i i just really i was just really passionate about music i i thought music sort of had the ability to sort of transcend all these boundaries Uh, and make an impact right so I've, i'm really big on this making an impact and touching a lot of people um and i think music i i still believe music has a, a really uh unique way of doing that man just like transcending all of these uh, all these barriers uh and then i got into it and then it turned out i was actually more interested in sort of the mechanics of music like the making of instruments uh the making of sort of recording and all of the, all of the so the technicalities behind right, music which is right. actually not the things that musicians themselves are interested in right mm-hmm. usually yeah, um, yeah, yeah so um so i was i got into that and 
in a lot of ways that was super distracting for my quote unquote musical career <laughs> so uh, that never that never became a thing man that like yeah. never manifested even though i spent quite a bit of time actually like playing music learning about music and and the likes mm-hmm. of I, i never that never became a main thing uh, as time progressed i sort of went to did all levels a levels uh and then it came like you come to this like pivotal junction right where you have to yeah. make this like massive decision based on literally like no evidence right like you have mm. no information other than what you maybe picked up from your friends and things your parents have told you to do yeah. uh and based on that i mean it seemed sort of uh logical to go into engineering uh, i was super passionate about technology and and building things actually leave alone technology i was super passionate about building things like whatever those things were i would love to break things down and build build them up Uh, mm-hmm. And I went into engineering, man. Like I, I have a real love hate relationship with engineering. I think I think a lot of the, a lot yeah. of the like things that I learned, a lot of the, a lot of the things that made me who I am today is because of engineering. Mm-hmm. But yeah. at the same time, I was just aggressively not passionate about certain elements of engineering, and I, I think that's that's true with a lot of things, man. But like I think when you're really passionate about something, you. almost don't mind doing the things that right. uh, that aren't that sort of that aren't that engaging or that interesting because right, right, yeah. you uh, you are so driven by these these other things right these these things like these you're so driven by the things you're passionate about that it doesn't mm-hmm. matter that you have to do all these mundane things yeah um so th- so that was engineering so i did that for for a while um then i made a lot of sort of minor pivots in terms of like uh, kind different kinds of engineering i mm. think i was like in- initially interested in mechanical then electrical engineering uh, and then eventually became a, a business analyst uh, mm-hmm. so i think my my commuted but uh, i became a business analyst here uh, in sri lanka once i moved back oh wow um, really enjoyed doing that man so yeah, how many years ago like when when did you move back to sri lanka like That was shit. That's a good question. Three years ago now, three and a half years ago, right. I'd say. Yeah. Okay. And then you. So that's when stuck, I moved right. back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I went straight into like IT technology, um, mm. and I did did that for quite a while. And what was crazy was when when it came to engineering in the real world, I built a passion for it again because again it was more sort of mm. uh, the 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 building of things and the making of things. So I was like. I was super happy, right? Uh, which is crazy, right? Like, uh, I mean, a lot of stories are either people are mundanely comfortable with their day-to-day lives, mm-hmm. like it's fine, it's fine, yeah. or they're aggressively not comfortable and they make this like aggressive switch, right? Mm-hmm. And I think uh, neither were true with me. Like, I was, I was happy doing that. I was, I was quite driven, and I, I did, did like my day-to-day. It's just that I found something that I was even more passionate about. I was just like so. Uh, in love with sort of photography and videography, uh, and that sort of happened very differently, right? I think mm. for me, I started sort of doing it on the back end. I think I was, right. so you know, it's it's not clear because I think I've I've forgotten, man, after all these years, why yeah. I started. But I think it was, I think it was because of sort of web development. I was like really into web yeah. development, and back in the day, you didn't really have like stock sites and stuff. Right mm. now, if you want a website, you can just you can pick like pick a template. And that would come with a bunch of pictures, and you right. can like, yeah. go like unsplash or something and pick out mm. those pictures. But back in the day, if you made a website, you had mm. to sort of go and create that content. Like the support right. material was on you, right? And I, I noticed immediately when I started building these websites that to build a good website, it wasn't about your ability to craft this thing, but your ability to visually represent uh, right. all your ideas, right? And a big part of that being sort of photography. 
so I uh, so I started photography, then became like a bigger and bigger thing, uh, more important in my life, and then eventually it switched to video, man. Like uh, eventually I forgot about websites. I never did. Right. I did websites after that. Um, and then I got into video, and then I learned everything I know today on YouTube. I was just you know, spending so much time on YouTube, just trying to figure out how to uh, do all these things. Yeah. Similar to you, right? So your journey is also uh, also similar. That's why I actually want to yeah. sort of dive into that because I know I know the gist of your journey. Like I know how you started and the things you learned. Right, it'll, right, be, it'll be awesome to dive into sort of your <laughs> your story. Yeah. As well. I mean, same, same, same. It's the exact same uh, story in the sense where I got into engineering because my mom was an engineer, and then I thought, okay, you know, that was a vibe. Oh, really? It, I didn't know that. Yeah, so my mom is an engineer. My dad is a businessman. Um, so for you know, for Sri Lankan Asian kids, I'm sure you would know it's either doctor, <laughs> engineer, lawyer, or businessman, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty um, much. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I thought, okay, engineering was because I was really, I mean, I was okay at maths. You know, I love doing mathematics and, you know, like going to all the math oriented subjects like physics, uh, you know, applied maths and higher maths and all of that. So the logical thing was engineering. So I started engineering and then I realized that, you know what, I can't stay up till like 12 in the night studying engineering or doing like uh, stuff related to that. I, I can stay up till one, two o'clock in the morning doing music. And then that's that's what I uh, um, figured out, okay, you know what, this is something that... Uh, I can do, I would do for a living, even if, even if it, you know, didn't make me a lot of money, I'd still enjoy doing it, right? Uh, so, just like you, I, I, because, okay, I'm a musician, I'm trying to do engineering, what's the next uh, uh, feasible solution is to get into learning the mechanics of recording music, you know, like sound engineering. <laughs> yeah. And that's, uh, that's, I started doing, uh, recording music at home and started, you know, realizing. One of the, I think one of the big differences is that you got into music almost more aggressively than I did, right? You, yeah, yeah, you yeah. became really good at it. Like you became really good at playing lead guitar. I remember sort of you were maybe like two or three years ahead of my sort of journey yeah, as a musician, yeah. right? And you were yeah. really into sort of metal and lead and at that point. Um, I don't know yeah, if that's changed. Is that uh, still... So no, so thing is like uh, back then when I was studying engineering, I was okay, now I'm going to start uh, learn engineering. And at the same time, I'm going to, be like a professional musician. I wanted to be a professional musician. That was the end goal. Right. And my, you know, backup would be this engineering thing. But then I realized that you can't have engineering as a backup, right? Because it requires so much like attention. You have to do your studies well and you have to, you know, you know, be at it like 24-7. So then I decided to drop it, um, which, uh, you know, created a lot of controversy in my family. I had to go see counseling. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had to make a 20 minute presentation to my dad as telling me why I'm going to switch from no, yeah, yeah, yeah. So why I'm going to switch from engineering to business because business is yeah. like okay you know what you need to have a instinct and uh, you have to memorize stuff so you can yeah. pass a business degree uh, if you just pay attention right, <laughs> right. Uh, so I was like okay you know what I'm going to do business I convinced my parents and I started it and I was going, okay, I'm going to be a musician. I'm going to be a musician. But then I started, you know, earning a little bit of money from my music after playing for three, four years. And it wasn't that much. right? right. And then I was right. like, okay, you know what? This may be not a feasible solution. Mm. So then I was, right. while I was doing my music, I started recording music videos for my music. Right, right. And right, that's right, how right. Okay, I, I figured out, you know, how to use the camera and stuff like that. So it was like a progression. 
one thing led to another now that and also Crazy because uh, i i yeah. uh, i remember for me as well i think music videos was a big part of it i was watching yeah, this yeah. Uh, i don't know i don't know if you remember remember boys avenue they said the yeah. covers and yeah, yeah i was super <laughs> obsessed man with like how they made the videos and yeah. to be to be honest like those videos are still epic man that was like 10 years ago i know i know it's it's, <laughs> it's uh, pretty so, so uh, as a matter of fact we should actually go back and figure out how they did it now because yeah. i honestly like i think they had like really good lighting and stuff like that mm, but i don't mm. i don't think they had like cinema cameras I think no it's like, probably uh, no it's probably like random dslr they just knew what they were doing with lights you know like they probably, knew how right? to, um set up like this like a nice set yeah. with proper practical lighting in the back and you know nice soft mm. light in the front so that's how they probably did it but i'm intrigued to so that's what i want to do i want to replicate that right but obviously when you're learning and stuff yeah. uh you come close yeah. to it but it's not exactly there so that's we are trying to pursue perfection right? <laughs> yeah man for sure yeah. i think what's uh, what's interesting uh, about uh, about uh, uh sort of videography is that mm-hmm. uh, it's it's an art right but yeah, it is yeah. one of the few arts that you can sort of commercialize mm, um mm. relatively in, the, in this country especially it's like it depends depends on what country you're in for in uh but like in sure. this country video takes videography and photography is a more feasible solution right yeah um, much more so than i guess uh i guess uh than any of the other arts but i yeah, think yeah. like like you said like it depends on what country like i think some countries music would be emphasized right and then there would be an opportunity for you to sort of start an indie band um or something like that yeah. uh, and and still make like a decent uh, decent wage doing that yeah okay so i was i've recently you know checked out your youtube uh channel and <laughs> like some of the videos that you were ma- making in college oh, and they were pretty interesting oh. right even though like oh, <laughs> how so what were the roots there like did you learn was it all learned through the university of youtube uh um, how to use a camera and stuff like that uh, for me for yeah for sure uh, is a short answer i uh, i think i learned everything i know on youtube i mean i think there were some like complimentary books along the way that i think mm-hmm. i read and stuff like that um mm. but i think for the most part um i'm just increasing the brightness here uh, on yeah. this camera because i just don't want you to complain after you get the footage yeah. so what kind of videographer are you this this uh, shot is half a stop on the expose <laughs> uh no um i uh i yeah i learned a lot pretty much everything i know on youtube mm. i think uh along the way i found a couple of books and stuff that again the youtube guys recommend that uh and mm. i i read i must have read like 25 maybe ish books on on photography and video mm-hmm. but uh everything was just uh tutorials man like it was just like one thing after one thing like it was a need based thing i think you told me something similar as well and i didn't realize i did it this way until you until you told me uh that you had a similar approach and then i i realized maybe that's a thing so it's so youtube learning is different to conventional learning because conventional learning it's about uh I think it's about establishing fundamental rules and the foundation and and building mm-hmm. rules and tools that you will right. use. Right. Whereas YouTube learning it's like a different approach man it's like there is a problem how do you solve it right. like for right. now right? Yeah. It's like a it's like a like a patch based approach right? It's like mm-hmm. you uh, Yeah, like, uh, exactly. You're, yeah. you're trying to build something like you're trying to build something now okay mm-hmm. and you just like 
you don't know how to do this one mm. specific thing and you just go out and you do that one specific you learn how to do that one specific right, thing and you right. uh you learn it and you come back right which is which would never be true in in any other in anything else exactly. right like for example if yeah. you were learning to be an engineer you're not going to just go like make a car okay that may be a bad example because <laughs> there are people that do do it but uh you're not just going to go out there and build a car and then like oh okay uh, the wheels don't work what do i do next okay. right right <laughs> yeah exactly uh, <laughs> what do i do that's next that's such like, a good point people, yeah so i uh, i mean it's definitely true i mean automotive may be a really bad really bad example of that but you know, mm. for example if you went medicine okay but mm. example and you're not just going to go out there and like try stuff yeah like, yeah that's like, true I don't know if you were testing or if you were in analytics or if you were a business analyst. Yeah. You don't really get the option to do those things, right? Yeah. Um, so I think it's true of like a few things. Entrepreneurship is another one as well. Mm. Like that's a, that's a, something that I've also fallen in love with. I think it feeds into all of the things I do. So I try not to talk about entrepreneurship as like one of the things I do. Right. So entrepreneurship is also similar because like it's the same approach. Like you you start mm. this thing. you yeah. know bits and pieces of it and like if you something mm. goes wrong you just go and like read and reference like what people before you did yeah. just try to patch it together so it's also like a patchwise of craft right um, but that, yeah, that's that's a very interesting why i never really thought about it like that but yeah it's like youtube like the university of youtube is just like patchwork 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 and then you actually yeah. i think that's the problem we have with most of our educate school education system like they just stick to a syllabus yeah. and don't exactly tell you how to solve problems Uh, and and yeah, it's a huge trend everybody's complaining about these things but i think you made a very very good analogy there yeah, so no, okay i've been uh, i've yeah. been sort of complaining about uh, about sort of the I, i guess like the system of education i think mm. there's like an educational system and i i uh, i have a lot of complaints about that right. but uh, but also man i don't like i don't have like a hard solution i feel right like, exactly yeah like that's the thing that i've never spoken about is because i don't know what i mean okay i can complain about it but w- what can i give as a solution i have no idea how to fix that so i don't really uh, get into topics exactly, like yeah. that but uh, yeah that's interesting yeah so you came back and then you started you know uh, working here at, at what point did you realize that because there has to be this one point where you know i'm going to throw in the towel and just you know make my own production company like at what point did that come to you because i am still struggling with that i yeah. i have a day job and it's at the same time you know i have a freelance career but i i want to go all into my freelance and you know production company but there's that fear you know how did that come around like what made you make the decision yeah and that's a really hard decision to make man it's like one yeah. probably one of the hardest and first uh truly autonomous decisions i had to make like it was a decision right. that i had to make for myself with little to no influence like literally no one could no one to this day can tell me okay this is the right time to do it like no one can encourage you and even yeah. if they do encourage you it means nothing because right. they probably don't know the whole situation right mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of facts and things that that factor into it and mm-hmm. trying to figure out like what is the right time to make that leap Uh, yeah. things get really difficult man when things on the other side are not miserable right i mean if things are horrible you just yeah. want uh, on the other side whatever your other side is mm-hmm. um, you just want to make this work and as long as you can get like some reasonable paycheck coming in every day you're yeah. fine like yeah, that's the point you switch right, right. Um, but when things aren't miserable on the other side and things are okay mm-hmm. then it's a question of where is the true passion and strategy right like right. the other the big question is so like, the sri lankan market is mm-hmm. uh, or at least like the uh, the corporate market right mm-hmm. it's structured 
it's like a it's like a reverse curve right it's like super flat at the start like you make no money right um, and progressively uh you make more money uh, just one mm. sec i'm gonna cutting uh, making you an interest yeah because uh, the recording so uh, <laughs> you hit yours as well yeah I did. <laughs> nice okay i thought it's, isn't it supposed to make a clip like a new clip uh no so it cuts off i think uh cameras have like a 30 minute record limit no but my i like one of the key selling points of this camera is yeah. that it makes a new clip on its own like, ah really it's supposed to go, yeah, my one does not like, auto i have to manually restart the damn thing but i think it's also the card because i think this is actually not a clip uh problem i think this is a it's hit the, the 4g ah, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, okay. i need to look into that because like i uh and it's i mean it's kind of a big deal man yeah <laughs> especially in a situation like this where you're making at least like a one hour long yeah. video right yeah but, yeah uh, i don't know how long we've been going for i wish i yeah. could check that but uh, uh it's probably uh, yeah it's probably that anyway um uh, just backing up a little bit because i don't know where i cut uh, yeah. i think the the sri lankan corporate economy is uh, it's it's really flat right it's initially mm. really flat and then it, yeah allegedly allegedly this is based on like the people i know it, it spikes upwards Yeah. Which means that you make little to no money for like the first 10 years okay not 10 years first 5 to 6 years of your career and then you start making some money and then you start making mm-hmm. a lot of money right at least i mean if you're if you're a, if you're an achiever i guess if mm-hmm. you're not an achiever then you're probably not going to make any money but that's true in any field right, right. so if you're an achiever it's like really flat and then it's uh, it spikes allegedly mm-hmm. so here's the problem right you may run into a situation where you start making more money than your day job uh, right. relatively quickly but the question to ask yourself is first of all is that a true indicator of uh, financial prosperity for the future right. because if it's if it's uh, if it if the progression is relatively flat mm-hmm. um, then it's not right because in the future you'll be making a lot more money uh, mm. and the differential will be really large like you'll be making a lot more money in the corporate world so financial yeah. independence is is one thing uh, The other, the other part is a you, it's a passion type thing right like right. you have to figure out is this a passion like is this is this your your passion slash your mm. destiny uh, right or is this like something you're just like really interested in right now which is like my thing right i get like right. really interested in random things man like mm. eating or gymming or like i don't know man like i get like super interested in like these very like starting on <laughs> netflix show like yeah. it's just like really specific man and i get like aggressively passionate about it and i go into this like coma for like mm. a couple of days where i just like already have my own netflix show you yeah. know like, i go from like uh, this idea of, like i would love to have a netflix show and three days yeah. later i have a netflix show okay who is going to sponsor this like it's just absurd right like so you have yeah. to before you before you go like really deep um, sorry, that's my dog Yeah. Uh, before you get really deep into things you have to kind of like map that out right mm-hmm. um and uh so all of that is just is uh, is the dynamics of it but how do you make that final decision i don't know man i think it's like uh, i came to a point where i was like i have a four year window in this right. four year window i can do whatever i want as long as i can pay my bills which is not mm. much uh and the objective of this four year window is to just be like uh like irrationally bored with things mm. like just shoot all over the place and then try and hit something right. uh, ideally right. you're shooting at things that you really care about so i 
have pretty much stopped entirely doing anything I don't care about. So mm. uh, politics is something that I knew I needed to learn uh, mm. because it affects like the dynamics of everything. Yeah. But it was just sinking too much time, so I entirely dropped it. Like I, mm. I'm not involved with it, nor do I know anything about politics. And I'm not saying this is a right way to do it right. for anyone. But I'm saying yeah. like, we have a finite amount of time, and we have this four-year gap where we're just mm. going to go all in on things, right? And those right. things can be your. It's your thing. Mm. Those things um, so that was my approach, man. So I was like, uh, I was like, I'm really passionate about video. I think I'm above average at it, and I think if I right. spend a lot of time doing it, um, mm. I can be pretty good. And if I am pretty good, then um, I can build a company around it. If I can build a company around it, then I can build financial independence, uh, yeah. and I can work on something that I'm really passionate about day to day. Yeah. Um, I mean, what's what's the the most that like the most taxing. uh part of creating a production house or like okay. what takes most of your uh, energy out of you man that's a hard question because i i don't think it's any one thing to be honest right. uh or at least i can't think of one thing off the top of my head saying look right. this is the problem uh i uh, mm. i think the the thing about starting your own business where it's different to being uh no i, w- I won't say that's true so i think the 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 What's special about starting your own business is every day you wear a different hat. Right? Mm-hmm. So some days, some days you're like this like financial manager and you're like managing the finance. Some days right. you're a videographer. Some days you're an editor. Some mm. days you're leading strategy for the yeah. company. Yeah, yeah. But that's one side of things, right? The other days you're like chief garbage collector. You're like chief <laughs> mopper. Like, you know, yeah. you are paying. Uh, you're paying salaries uh, mm. out of cash that you don't have. Right. Uh, you're making right, investments. Right. This, is, this is crazy. Right? You're making yeah. investments mm. in things you don't. You personally don't like or feel you need to make it because yeah. that is what the the company's collective feels like. You you need to make. Right, mm-hmm. um, and which is crazy because I know that there will be a day where I am aggressively passionate about, let's say, buying a Panasonic camera. Right. The company is like, nope, nope, we're going to go Sony. Like, uh, per mm. our views, it's going to be Sony. And when that day comes, I am going to go Sony. Like, it doesn't, mm. it doesn't matter because it's a collective, right? Like, and the collective yeah. also strength. It's it's your biggest strength and also a weakness for you, right? Or not a weakness, but it's a. It's a it's a burden that you have to be willing to take in order mm-hmm. for the strength of a team uh, to reinforce your values. Right. Use it you use a team to reinforce your values, but then you also have to be able to put them on your shoulder uh, and then being an extension of yourself. Um, so, yeah, I guess like the 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 biggest I guess the challenges around like launching a production company is is like all of the different elements, man. There's so many moving parts and like. Yeah. uh because there's so many moving parts you almost don't get to spend enough time on on anything uh, mm. any one thing i uh, i read this uh, this Gary Vaynerchuk quote i was like super yeah. into Gary Vaynerchuk about 6 yeah. months ago I was, uh, <laughs> i was like really in love with this dude mm. uh and uh, uh recently not so much but i don't know maybe that's just cuz i've moved sort of uh, mm. moved my career and stuff like that but um either way he has a lot of good things to say Mm-hmm. Uh and I he had this quote man it said uh and I'm going to paraphrase this quote again because I can't remember it exactly but it was mm-hmm. something along the lines of uh better to be complete than to be perfect right and right. I think in entrepreneurship that is so true man like you mm-hmm. have you are end up putting things out that are 80% of what right. it could be 
Yeah. Uh, and that's like heartbreaking, man. Especially when it's something you're like super passionate about. You know, if you spend three more, you're like, you tell yourself, okay, if I spend three more hours, it can be like ten percent more better. Yeah. Okay, but if that's true or not, you just don't have three hours to to spend. So what about you? You are you currently are balancing. So, so, so you were talking about being yeah for being passionate right like the thing the thing is right now i really love my day job and i really love doing freelance right because my day job also is uh, revolving around the music industry so i work for a uh, music management company uh, american company and i love the company i love the people in it because they've created the sort of a freelance environment in there you come in you're 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 a, it's not a corporate atmosphere you come in you are in charge of the work you do you can met um, you know allocate time slots at any amount uh, any part of the day so i love that and that's the that's why i i'm uh, i'm still you know trying to balance the two as opposed to going in one direction because i love making videos i love doing freelance work because it's, it's it's the most exciting thing that i've done consistently like for the past yes music has been there for the past 6 7 years but this also has been consi- consistently exciting for the past 4 years right and i've been doing it and also you know there is a return on investment financially as well which makes things a lot more feasible right because obviously at the end of the day you have to be a little realistic um, and that's uh, that's where i am at which is why i mean uh, i don't want to let just you know go uh, gung ho on to my freelance thing because i am also enjoying the other part as well um yeah, and i think sort of in your in your line of work there's sort of a lot of like cross pollination yeah exactly and and the fact that i know i i work with youtube and i i have an understanding of how the back end of youtube works and i'm also interested in making youtube videos so it's it's really uh difficult for me to pick and choose but i do and that's what you know stood out for me when you said okay you know you once you become passionate about something um uh, you realize that okay you know what if you if you are doing something for a long time uh you're doing it cuz you're passionate about it right uh, and that's why that's one of the biggest thing that's that's making me making my decision a lot more difficult i don't know if i'm making sense but <laughs> no 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 I, yeah. i mean it's a difficult decision uh, it is a difficult decision to make yeah. even if like even if you're i guess like even if your day job is really like yeah. shit it's still probably really difficult to mm. make that decision right what about uh, in terms of uh, ad revenue if you can talk about them like how yeah does that break down man like i think that's what everyone wants to know like what is the dollar per click <laughs> and i know you said it's not that straightforward right it's not a, a it's number. it's not very straightforward in the sense like okay if you want to talk about youtube ad ad revenue and ad sense uh but the the thing you need to understand is that not every view you get is monetized or you don't get paid for every view that you get most of the time if you have 100000 views it's very likely that you're only going to get paid for 50 to 60% of those views uh, the reason i'm saying that is that the revenue model module the revenue model for youtube is uh, advertisements that's how uh, the youtube makes money right so not if you notice on youtube not every video uh has an ad playing on it sometimes it plays sometimes it doesn't and it depends on which country you are in for example if you are in sri lanka you have dialog you have uh mobitel all these companies that are uh paying to put the adverts right but it's a handful of companies so the competition per view or the price per view 
is a lot less so if you are okay, a chairman yeah. so it is it is it essentially the the country of origin of the content or is it based on the demographic of watchers of the viewers yeah of the viewers if i watch a video in sri lanka um it's a lot the the content creator gets a lot less as opposed to if i watched it in the us so for example in asia if you uh watch if you get a thousand views in asia it's around 50 cents to uh 20 cents to 50 cents for those thousand views right okay. but if those thousand okay. views so came what? from the us it's around five dollars okay seriously that's yeah so that's a huge that difference it's around four to five dollars that's basic i mean that's like a like a basic idea of how uh, your viewership matters like the demographic okay so the i guess like my question to you would be yeah if you were uh, like a sri lankan content creator yeah you'd probably want to target your content at high sort of dollar exactly yeah exactly content. so so if you are getting a, like a lot of musicians like bharti santosh and all these high 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 rolling uh, artists in sri lanka that have a big youtube presence some they are getting about 20 to 25% views from australia and from the middle east right right uh, so them those views make a lot more money than the views that they are getting in sri lanka so that's where all, most of their money is made like in those countries where people uh, that's why australia is such a popular uh, destination tour destination for most sri lankan artists because they have right. like a, there's a huge sri lankan community there that watches their videos man that's so strange to me <laughs> okay i mean it makes sense no not the it's not the australian demographic but like yeah. it's all like the 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 fact that the dollar per view mm. number is so skewed but i mean yeah. like, i get it because there's probably not that many um like advertisers on youtube because uh, yeah. the thing is man like here it's the big companies yeah. that do it like it's only the big companies that even know how to do it right like if yeah. you were like mobitel or something you know how to place an ad on youtube mm. but in the us yeah. it's different because like if, if you like live in like a small town or something yeah the basically like the bakery down the road they will put up proprietary like not proprietary but they will put their content on that man which yeah. is crazy like you yeah. hear like you see these ads that are really specific like uh, mm-hmm. like the bar down the road is going to be like this Thursday night we're going to ha- go half off on margaritas or something yeah. like that right yeah. so that content piece is built for this Thursday night and it's mm. built for your region so there's right. that much there's that much uh, advertising and spawn mm. content yeah so i guess that makes sense cuz we like at sri lankan we don't come from a, that like we don't come from a market that the context of our marketing is not that right exactly like, so like yeah we are We're still in the marketing. i mean we are transitioning but we are still in the radio and tv era uh, yeah cuz millions of rupees are spent on um, uh, tv and radio adverts Uh, but not that much is spent on social media but it's shifting like right now more and more companies like you see like cuz uh, cpm or the cost per view cost per yeah. milli uh, is increasing in our in asian regions cuz companies are now t- switching over switching. Uh, to social media advertising and and the thing is you can target it like um, you can decide when you're advertising if you're putting on a newspaper everybody sees it but when you are advertising yeah. on social media you can target the age i want only 18 year olds to 25 year olds to be seeing my ad i want right. only men to see my ad i want only women to see my ad so you can target that's why it's a lot more versatile and also Very in re- yeah right. and in re- and in a, in our in our economies our society's purchasing purchasing power is not as high as the us 
So that's why a lot of companies still don't want to advertise in our, in our country, especially com- uh, sites like Skillshare, right? Skillshare, all these stock footage companies, they are online. So they should also uh, market, like run a lot of ads for our regions as well. But the problem is they don't do it as aggressively is because we can't afford to pay $10 a month, mm. a majority of us. So because our purchasing okay. power is not that high. Because when we start paying in dollars, our minimum wage is, uh, in average, it's not on par with like those companies. So they run a few ads in these regions. Uh, yeah. But then like co- companies like, okay, if you are like a soda company in the US and there's no point running your ads here, then it's only right. predominantly uh, in the US. So that's a, I mean, that's a huge advertising and marketing sh- stick to it as well. <laughs> for sure, for sure. But uh, YouTube for you, man. Like I have been trying to get on YouTube for good three years or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know, so for I, me, it's like uh, this perfection trap where I've been trying to make stuff and right. haven't really started. Essentially, yeah. a lot of excuses. Uh, but, but you have been doing youtube pretty pretty fairly consistently would you say for like a year yeah about yeah for i think consistently with quality i think i've been doing it for about a year year and a half uh the reason i got onto youtube is because because i'm a musician just very self i'm i as a musician uh, some of the characteristics that i see is that we're very self-absorbed <laughs> <laughs> I need, I yeah, I need to make something and, you know, put it online and grab a lot of people's attention. So that's where the YouTube thing started. You know, you know, I, I think that I make, I can make some cool stuff and I want a lot of people to watch it. Right. Uh, so that's why I wanted to start like making a YouTube channel and, you know, getting people to see it and uh, basically attention whoring. <laughs> 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 so that's where it started but what happened with that is that became like my portfolio right my content on youtube was getting better and better and whenever i had like a like a, 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 a client or somebody coming in asking me or uh, what what can you do and stuff i just send them some videos or clips of some of my youtube channels where youtube videos where i put in a lot of effort really? uh, especially sometimes most of the time i do a lot of um instagram advertising uh, of my stuff of post and that's where i get maybe like 10 to 20 percent of some of the freelance work that i do all the production houses that have contacted me is through ads that i run on instagram right so they see the work and then they ask me okay can you show me some of your work and then i send them my youtube channel right, right. so that has my portfolio has become like a side 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 effect uh, of me trying to pursue youtube so now that's what i do that's why i concentrate on quality on my youtube channel because I can use it as a portfolio for, for people like you. So, for example, if you want to initially when you want to do, uh, do a lot of you, you wanted to work with me and stuff, I'm pretty sure I sent you some of my YouTube videos, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think you did. So that gives you an idea as to, you know, what's important to me as a, as a videographer, uh, you know, and what do I focus on and stuff like that. So that's how YouTube yeah. came up to me. And now it's like actually a tool that everybody uses to showcase their work, right? Uh, yeah, so th- that's the thing, man. Like, I, yeah. uh, I'm also trying to figure out what the what the right strategy is. So, mm. within before the end of the year, in yeah. theory, I would have like some sort of YouTube presence. At least yeah. that's the idea, right? And I've been trying to figure out like what makes sense. Should it be like a clear media production page, or should it be like a personal page? Yeah. And regardless of if it's this or that, the question is like, what is your what are you trying to do? Like, are you trying to drive to add revenue? 
and make right. it like a secondary source are you yeah. trying to be influencer because that i mean there's something to be said to that right yeah, yeah uh, definitely are you trying to uh, are you like what are you trying to do is it like a portfolio just like you mentioned right? yeah and i think you can't achieve all of those objectives mm. like you can yeah. only achieve one of those those are mutually exclusive objects i think there's some yeah. follower but like so examples like i think uh, so joshua from make art now yeah, 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 like yeah. my favorite youtuber right and you know this mm-hmm. uh But he doesn't have that many videos. I think he only has twenty videos. Yeah. Or something like that. It's like very little. Yeah. Uh, part of the problem is that he can't make. He doesn't have that many subscribers as well. Right. Um, all that many viewers and stuff like that. It's a very like mm. cult following of like videographers, very specifically yeah. that follow him. Yeah. Uh, and the reason being that he he hyper emphasizes on quality of work. That's true. Because yeah. he, for him, it's like. It's a good way to showcase his work. Mm-hmm. Like he actually sells to brands and stuff. If he mm-hmm. wants to show something, he's like, "Go check out my YouTube." Right. Um, that is, that's like a, a demonstration of my work. Right. Uh, and he will literally use that man, which is like crazy to me, uh, mm-hmm. because like I would much rather send this like clip that I have mm-hmm. done for someone else to to him to, to right. the new client. But yeah. I guess the problem is as you maybe this is the assumption that as you move up. In projects, like as projects get bigger and bigger, you can't share those. Like right. Physically, like exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah, because yeah. I think because I'm I'm running into that issue slightly now, uh, mm. where like companies are like, no, don't even tell anyone that you did this for us. Like the new mm. the new brands that we're shooting for the big commercials this year, mm. no one will even know it's done by clear media production. Right. right. Um, and for that reason, clear doesn't have anything to show for itself. That's like, true. Even, even I mean, in a even in mm. even in a sharing context, so like we can't even like just show one to one a video. Mm. Uh, so I, so maybe that's why they. Yeah, that's that's literally one of the biggest problems. Like, because I've been doing freelance work for almost like three and a half four years, but I've always signed a non-disclosure, right? Like, uh, which yeah. means that I can't uh, ever. post anything saying that, okay you know what i did this i did that but i have the like personally i can show you know this because i have the hey such uh, such in the uh, i i have uh, like when i meet a client or something I, i have the raw files and i can show them you know this is the work that i did this is the stuff that i but i can right. never like use it as a portfolio which is like a and i and i know where you're coming from um which is right. which puts a lot of hindrance as a freelancer as well cuz you have to show people what you can do or what you've done right like Right. Um I think that's something that I haven't figured out how to put cuz some people do some people that that are really veterans in the situation once they make a name for themselves they can demand that saying you know what I'm not going to sign a non disclosure um but then the I guess you have to work towards that right like you have to make a name yeah, for yourself Yeah you have to work with but like the thing is like it looks like even players like Joshua are having problems with that right you know that's that's kind of why they do it and i think yeah. that's why certain clients let them showcase certain bits and pieces of their work right um, so like Joshua shows that like house and stuff like once he talks about like this million dollar house right yeah yeah it shows like bits and pieces of it but even then mm. not like he never shows the whole video man like i yeah sorry, my battery is low um he never shows the whole video which is like a shame because he tells you how to do all of these things and then he never shows you what the final outcome is he'll show you like yeah. a clip or two in yeah. isolation but you never get to see the ending and it's crazy because if you go on Joshua's website okay and you want to like hire him you can't <laughs> even look at his content which is crazy <laughs> like if you go if you go to work it just directs you to youtube right um, so i'm assuming if you reach out to him one to one he will share some of his work yeah but uh, i don't know man 
I mean, yeah, like when when on when they publish stuff, obviously, like in emails and stuff, I send them links saying, okay, you know what, I was part of this production or the I edited this or this and that. So that when we meet one to one, I can prove it with the project files and all of like that. So that's the only way yeah. I can I can do it right now. When somebody comes in, but I think as projects become bigger and bigger, you can't even do that, right? Like, so oh, strictly yeah. legally speaking, you oh yeah, if there's that. legal if there's legal stipulation that says or like you know if it says in a contract that you can't even like. Tell that to anybody personally, then you're screwed. Like then, then there's no way which you can. Is, which I'm sure is how it's how it's going down. Like so now we, mm. I think this year we landed our first like, like really big commercial. And for yeah. all that, like we can't talk about it. Like it's even even within our teams, mm. it's only like us. Like not everyone has disclosure to like what we're right. doing and stuff like that. On that yeah. Um, so I think. It Do you want to check the recording on your camera? Just this really quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good. Okay, I, uh, I just checked. Uh, I'm at 28. Uh, what are you on? Are you, you just I just restarted it again. So we've our entire conversation has been going on for 58 minutes, which is good. I yeah, didn't I, feel that I'm going. Yeah. Back. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was, it was good, man. Maybe we can make this like a weekly thing or something. Yeah, like, we should, you know, we should. Make it like slightly rougher cuts, maybe. Mm. I, I know you're not comfortable with the, the idea of like something that's not. Uh, perfectly cut <laughs> perfect audio yeah i mean i can i can get used to it because uh because there's a lot of good conversations yeah see even you've you've been telling me about you know the audio thing it restricts yeah. me from making content so i paid a lot less attention to the whole audio quality because like you told me and you realize that i've uploaded quite a few videos over the past couple of weeks right and yeah. that's because i've i've reduced that technical barrier for me just to create stuff Man, but even like see this is the thing okay wait hold on i'm gonna pause this okay this is on okay. like uh, conversation on perfection i just want to see okay. like this my uh, my camera is about to hit like uh it's 29 seconds i don't know if you can okay. see this i just want to see if it'll actually run to the 30 second okay. Okay. 30 second <laughs> you, you think it's gonna go over or do you think it's gonna cut here man this is like a big test yes. we got oh it is a yeah 30 yeah it's 30 second only the oh. cinema cameras can keep going, man. Like the C C200s, the C200s, the C100s. Yeah, no, so that's a that's a tax-based problem, Majan. So if you are like a video camera, you get taxed yeah. more. So the price goes up. Like you get uh, price per right. goes up. Right. So that's why they keep it under the 30 second, under the 30 minute uh, clip. Uh, but, but I know, man, that on these cameras, you are yeah. supposed to, like, it's supposed to roll over. Um, Oh, at least I know it. I I know for a fact that I've seen it before. I've seen it yeah. all over before because I know I've looked at clips um, on. Ah, oh, Instagram. You know what? We're hitting one hour on Instagram. <laughs> Are you serious? How do you know? We because it's uh, telling me I have eighteen. Uh, Instagram only allows you to live stream for one hour at a time. So let me restart oh. this. Because uh, oh, okay. it's I have ten seconds <laughs> I didn't left. Know that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have 10 okay. Seconds. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. This is so, this is like a learning thing, man. I have like a live going on. I'm trying to record podcasts. It's really interesting yeah. stuff. <laughs> so I'll tell you, so I did the, I did the hatch video, right? That okay. was a disaster though. I'll tell you all about it. Where do you believe things? I completely lost my train of thought. Yeah, no, 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 no. You were talking about perfection, man. I, I really want to talk about this, okay? Because wait, wait, wait. I mean, I, no, so, okay, so there's this thing, right? It goes, mm -hmm. when it comes to making stuff, like anything beyond video, just any sort of content, yeah. The spectrum goes from uh, making a video that's perfect to making a video that's just terrible, right? That's the spectrum, yeah. right? Yeah. And let's assume that the more time you spend, the better it gets. Mm -hmm. But there is definitely like that diminishing returns thing. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I think we both know that there's diminishing returns. Like, I, I, I don't think we, like, I think we both are acutely aware that 
after yeah. a point you spending more time on it doesn't make it like uh, proportionately better yeah right which yeah. is why we eventually stop like we stop mm. at like that 95% point mm. after 95% we're like okay if i spend another 3 days on this i can get it like 2% better 3% better yeah, right? yeah, yeah. if i spend another 3 days on it. that's why we stop uh but i think that's too late right like if like for example if you stopped at 90% you right. would have you would have basically saved 3 more days mm. right everything goes that's a spectrum right it goes from uh, yeah things are perfect things are shit mm. and progressively as you spend more time on it it gets better but yeah. there is a diminishing return right Find eventually yeah. you can't like it doesn't matter how much time you spend you'll never hit that 100% right yeah uh so uh, sorry it's a bit loud here That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> uh, a lot of things happening over here. So. Yeah. Um so uh so I think uh, so we both know that there's a there's a point of diminishing returns and mm. and we do stop but we stop at that 95% point. Yeah. yeah. Basically you have to work on it for another whole day to get 1% more. Right. right. And I uh, I think that is too late. Right. I think we need mm. to stop at like 85%. Oh, right. I mean, for YouTube, it might even be less than that. Like, if you're going mm. to like the KC Neistat world, then yeah, it's like sixty yeah. percent. He is stopping at sixty-five. Right. He's like, sure. like it, it, it tells enough of a story. Mm. Uh, because it's a quality and quantity approach, right? Yeah. So, like, uh, at the end of the day, if you have like one perfect video on YouTube, doesn't mm. matter because no one is going to subscribe to that channel. No one is going to follow you, uh, and no one is going to see like. No one is going to recognize you for your work, right? Right. Uh, yeah. Whereas if you had like a million videos that were just like horribly edited, that mm-hmm. doesn't matter also, right? So you need yeah. to find that break-even point. Uh, I haven't started my YouTube because of this problem. Like this is <laughs> a inherent problem. This is why if you check out my Instagram, I haven't yeah. posted on that in like seven months or something. Dude, it's like crazy. Yeah. Uh, because of this problem, man. Because of uh, mm. uh, like perfection issue. Yeah, perfection issue. And like I, yeah. uh, I'm gonna trying to go like the other extreme. So when I'm launching this YouTube, I'm mm. not taking the Josh Show approach, uh, right. because I feel like if I try that, I will go too far, and it'll take right. me too long to do it. Right? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, so each video will take like a month to do, man. So that's not happening. Uh, what we're gonna do is try to make a video every two weeks, one video every two weeks. Yeah. And it's gonna be like really like this dog great. It's gonna be like the potato yeah. chat approach. Have you seen? Yeah, it? exactly, dude. Potato chat is pretty amazing. I love potato yeah. chat. <laughs> and that is like I think the perfect breaking point between mm. content that's good uh, and content that's I mean that uh, is tangible that you can take yeah. some practical away from, yeah. and that you that you can create relatively fast. So mm. uh, as of the curfew lift, uh, I'm gonna mm. try and do that. I'm gonna focus. Yeah, man. Like similar to your approach, I'm gonna take like the do the tutorials mm. and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, we need to. The thing is, I was I was thinking about you know we have so many like stuff that we're discussing right now that can that a lot of people are trying to achieve. Like a lot of people are trying to get into the freelance thing, and we have so many topics that we can talk about. And I think like once this whole curfew is done, let's make this a weekly podcast where we are in the same place so that I can control the audio. <laughs> Oh yeah, true, true, true. Yeah. I can okay, control yeah, the cameras yeah. and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, I know we discussed about Thanks so many so. things. Thanks a lot for coming online, man. This is uh, this definitely something. It's I'm glad we did this. Like, yeah. Done I mean, the no. biggest problem in our industry, especially, is to find like-minded people who are willing to make the appropriate sacrifices. I mean, you don't have to make oh, a lot sure. of sacrifice, but you have to make like the appropriate ones. So I'm yeah. glad that uh, we're doing this. Um, yeah, sure. Huge out, huge shout out to Charlie. I think for. <laughs> 
Charlene yeah, that connecting the dreamers I didn't even yeah. I should, should I send him a message saying this is going happening. But it's just so spontaneous, man. It just happened like exactly. last night, right? I didn't tell yeah. him. I mean, okay, that's the other thing, man. We should probably spend a little bit more time like marketing this. <laughs> <laughs> that's so that's so bad. Yeah. Which is why I love, you know, working with guys like you uh, and then just going and working for Brother cuz they and I hate the I studied yeah, marketing. Yeah, yeah. I have a I have a bachelor's in marketing, but I hate doing yeah. like going no, I know I'm what right. to do, but I hate following the steps. It's like I'm, I'm a spontaneous guy. Like even with, I mean, this goes out to all of my aspects, even in relationships and stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm like, okay, you know, let's let's go like drive eight hours somewhere, like in in an hour, yeah. <laughs> no planning at whatsoever. <laughs> Just go get on a car. Uh, we should do that. We yeah. should do a. You know, you you and I, we need to go on a road trip around the country. And because uh, oh, yeah. I I did one, but I did one with my friends, which is you know fine and was awesome. I enjoyed it. But when you need when you yeah, go around, you get the content with somebody who wants to create content with you. Then you get to spend more It's time. You're not yeah. guilty. Yeah. We need to do that because I did a video. I drove around the coast in 40 hours. Uh, it was a weekend. Yeah, yeah. I started the whole, the whole thing. The <laughs> entire coast to Sri Lanka. No uh, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll send you the video. Um, oh my gosh! Who it drove? was. It, yeah, yeah. So it took. So I had two other drivers with me. So we we started oh, Friday yeah. night, came back it. home. I think uh, Sunday at around four o'clock. I think we just driving no, we nonstop. <laughs> We gotta do something like that, man. Uh, We've got to do like maybe I don't know. This is lots of like lots of ideas, but we gotta just yeah. start moving. I think. Constantly. Yeah. I think yeah. that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Now we have free time, but like while we have time, it'll be great to. Yeah. Anyways, thank I should thanks a lot for everybody who came online. Uh, people are joining in and on in and out here and there. So appreciate uh, the presence. So we'll yeah. end this. You can follow. Obviously, Carvin at his personal account, Carvin Fernando, and then you can also you have Clear Media or Clear SL, right? Uh, uh, Clear Media Production now. Actually. Okay, cool. Yes, yeah, so uh, you, you can actually go to my uh, my page, and then it's in the bio and stuff. Awesome. That's actually where I where I put like content semi regularly. Uh, yeah. I don't put any content on my personal page, so right. And the full version is gonna come out. Uh, on both of our socials, either my YouTube, definitely my YouTube and Facebook, and then uh, Carvin yeah. as well. So the people who couldn't stick around, because I know, like, so tuning into live sessions for like an hour is actually a hassle. You just come in for like five seconds and then you go off. And yeah, you, so this is going online. Learning for all of us. It's yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, we'll make it a little bit more focused the next time. Next week again, same time, dude. <laughs> you can start <laughs> working on the marketing. <laughs> <laughs> You shouldn't have made that promise. Then. You made it. You made it on live. Now it's gonna have to happen. <laughs> okay. All right. Anyway. Cool, All right, man. I'll catch yeah. you soon. Yeah. Speak to you soon. Good connecting. Yeah. Bye. Bye.